Hey, welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Uh, hello. And our special guest, Matt Bailey. Hi. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for having me, too. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you guys could make it this time around. Um, this is episode 25. This is our Mark McGuire episode. Uh, or Ben Simmons episode. Our quarter uh, of a century episode. Yeah. All of those. 25. 25. Um, we made it. Finally made it. I've been waiting for episode 25 for a little while. <laughs> Were you waiting 24 episodes for 25? Yeah. <laughs> it is Jordan's favorite number. So. Yeah, it is. Um, but uh, I was thinking about mixing it up a little bit. I'm feeling a little frisky today. <laughs> so instead of jumping right into the movies as we usually do, we kind of thought we'd flip it around. And at the end of the episodes, we usually talk about what we saw recently or what we're looking forward to. So let's just jump into that first let's just splash i right love in. jumping into things yeah <laughs> like pools <laughs> yeah ball pits Ooh, movies ball pits. we've seen what's your favorite thing to jump into um i haven't jumped into a ball pit in a while i feel like that would be fun it would yeah. be fun there's a new club in philadelphia I forget what it's called concourse maybe um they have a ball pit really it, yeah like a drinking like yeah old, like old a club people club yeah like a dance club <laughs> we go to so many dance clubs oh popping it off yeah discotheques um well, maybe would, we'll start <laughs> i would want to jump into like a thing of pudding oh yeah pudding yeah i feel like that'd be fun or like that, lotion. I mean, I, it sounds scary like not enough does it have enough give i feel like you wouldn't <laughs> yeah. jump from like so high yeah it's like one of those things like at a certain level jumping into water is like jumping to concrete yeah <laughs> pudding i imagine is the same but we're thing. not we're not jumping from like we're jumping from like the side of the pool into the pudding yeah true. that's true My what, what flavor pudding would it be oh Ooh, that's a good question i see chocolate i see chocolate but i kind of see layered chocolate vanilla chocolate vanilla Ooh, i'm a <laughs> vanilla guy i would like to jump into a vanilla Ooh, or like a nice butterscotch mm. do we whip cream the top i think we do i think we do <laughs> i'm a swirl guy myself but best of both worlds. Oh, okay. Mm, the, like, like my it. layered option, the chocolate vanilla, chocolate vanilla. Mm-hmm, yeah. Got it. Um, my favorite thing to jump into is bed. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what about jumping into a good book? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I usually dip my toes into a good book. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, when I jump on beds, though, I tend to throw up, so. Ooh. Well, let's let's dip our toes into what we've been yeah. seeing recently. Um, so we all actually we didn't see this movie together, mm-hmm. but we all saw a new movie called Unsane, recently, um, a Steven Soderbergh film. And I know Kate's been like going off. Oh, I've been, I've been a Soderbergh head. Oh, recently. you guys mean Soderbergh? I mean Soderbergh. <laughs> Yo, I mean Soderbergh. <laughs> I mean soda bread. Classic Cuba, Cuba situation. Honestly, well, I mean soda bread. Okay. We'll uh, we'll get back to the listeners on how you pronounce that last name <laughs> in the next episode. Um, but yeah, you've been going off, Kate, and I've kind of been watching some with you as well. Yeah, I watched Magic Mike, Informant, Logan Lucky. Um, we just watched Ocean's Eleven. This was him too, Unsane. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Brockovich, I just watched too. I'm like going off. Yeah. I feel like he 
does a lot. Like he, he definitely like has good movies, but he does mm-hmm. so many that there are there are gonna a be lot misses. of bad ones yeah. in there too. He um, said that he's a one for you, one for me. Mm-hmm. We're like I do one for the studio and then one for myself. Right, right. I I mean for me, Ocean's Eleven is probably one of my top movies of all time. I was obsessed. Yo, I was obsessed with that movie when I was younger. Um, What's I don't, know, I don't know what it is about. I think it's the cast. Doesn't Michael Scott make a joke about uh, Ocean's Eleven? Like, get all your friends together and make a movie that you don't care about, yeah, just, just so you can hang time. out. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's kind of what it is. Uh, but no, it's it's written, t- it's tight, it's good. Uh, the only bad thing might be Don Cheadle's accent. British accent is pretty rough. But after watching it again, I do prefer Logan Lucky. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I do. I don't know. I like it better. It's but, quirkier. Uh, yeah, I liked Unsane, his new movie that he shot apparently all on, on iPhone. iPhone. Yeah, that's cool. Very cool. And I, I mean, when I saw it, I was like, something's weird about this. I mean, the angles were strange. The vibe of the movie is strange, but also just the way it was shot. It looked looked like it was shot on an iPhone in some scenes. Yeah. A lot of still camera. Yeah, yeah that's you exactly. You know what I mean? Not a lot of moving camera. Like right. That's actually a lot of still point. shots. Yeah, like a still shot. Of the camera's set up in the corner of the yeah, room and yeah. just everything happens from that angle. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you get used to it real fast, though. I think that adds to the vibe. The movie's about a stalker and dealing with that and mental issues and that kind of thing. So it definitely adds to that vibe. And Claire Foy is the leading actress in it and she's pretty awesome i don't know much about her but she she delivered jay farrow's yeah. jay awesome Farrow in it. Yeah, killed it in awesome it he did really it. really good i hope uh this kind of blooms a nice little acting career for him yeah. i mean not only co- obviously he's good at comedy we know him from snl and and impressions and stuff yeah. but he could probably play serious roles like this was somewhat serious yeah, it was I guess. definitely yeah. serious he there was definitely like a one of his lines was like a nod to like the impressions that he does there was a line where he just mentions impressions, yeah. and I was like, ah, uh, yeah, that's like what he's known for. There's a yeah. part of me though, seeing him act serious, I couldn't get away from his Denzel impression. <laughs> like he, that has he's embodied that pretty hard. That like some of his movements, I'm like, oh shit, is he? He's doing a little Denzel here. <laughs> but um, no. I don't know if I agree, but okay. yeah. I do yeah. see like he has that like. The way he presents himself is very comedic still in his actions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like his movements are very um, rhythmic in that way. Right. And he was so- kind of like the comedic relief. Oh, definitely. Yeah. A little bit, but he also. I liked seeing him on screen, though. Like every scene he was Me in, too. I was like, oh, I'm into this. He looks good on the big screen. He does look great on the big screen. Oh, agreed. Uh-huh. Um, have you got. Oh, there's one thing I want to bring up. Kate and I watched the Tickled documentary oh, yesterday. Yeah. Yo, great. It I is. Mean, it's it's awesome. It's a really well done documentary. Yeah. That guy has some balls. The, yeah. the guy who wrote it and filmed it and everything. Um, very disturbing. Yeah, it's I, weird. It, it's weird, and that that tickle monster guy is <laughs> evil. And he's still tickling on. Yeah. He tickles. He's still tickling. But it's a bummer. But that was a really good documentary. It was awesome. I don't watch yeah. a lot of documentaries. but um, That one's really good. Yeah. I watched another documentary this week. I watched Take Your Pills on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It was it was all right. I mean, I kind of wanted more from it. It was more like um, individual stories about their experiences on Adderall, less about like what Adderall really does. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they did some of that, but it was just more like first-hand accounts of like, this is how I take Adderall and this is what it's done to my life or mm-hmm. the positive things it's done to my life. Less yeah. like investigative. Mm-hmm. So I thought that tickled was cooler. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see uh, Wind River yet? No. no I really want to see it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, you said my brother liked it. It's like lot. you were talking about seeing it when it was in the theaters, and then you didn't. I never. So did. I figured you yeah. would have seen it by well, now. I love Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, like everything he writes and directs. I don't. What's his role in that? He wrote it. He wrote he and direct directed. It? It. Oh, okay. Also, yeah. our girls in it. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our film, film friend, friend. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Shout there out. There yeah. It is. Um, he's also doing like a a new show on like the Paramount Channel or something called Yellowstone. Paramount uh, Channel is just Spike. Is it? Yeah, they changed their name from Spike to Paramount. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, TV oh, well. for guys. <laughs> is that their, <laughs> is that their that thing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, cool. you should check As it out. A lot said, of cowboy hats. Oh, love cowboy hats. <laughs> As yeah. you said, a lot of wind, not much river. Yeah, a lot of wind. I didn't see one river. <laughs> Speaking of cowboy hats. Chappy. Oh, God. I am Not Chappy. We saw Chappy recently. We'll save that for a rainy another, day. A rainy day. <laughs> but I am Chappy. I am Chappy. <laughs> um, but speaking of cowboy hats, our film friend today wore a cowboy hat <laughs> at one time in his worst rated movie. So let's mix it up even further and start with the worst rated movie. But first, I'll throw it over to you, Kate, to introduce... The film friend. I was going to say, you're going to let me talk about it? No, him? no, I will, I will. I'm just <laughs> grasping for a segue. <laughs> Is this um, because Zach commented on your segue skills and now yeah, you're just no, trying I to bump them up? Zach put a little pressure on me. Um, but uh, yeah, go for it, Kate. This is Kate's pick, and I know there's a special place in Kate's heart for this film friend, so I'll throw over, over to you. Oh, there's such a special place in my heart for this man. His name is John Candy. Rest in peace. The Candyman. I wish he was still alive so I could give him a <laughs> hug. Um, I love, 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 love John Candy. Um, I watched so many of his movies as a kid. Uh, cool Runnings was my jam. Me and my friend Caroline watched Cool Runnings so much. We actually tried to make our own bobsled. And the How did prop that work out? didn't work out too well. We tried to like push it down the stairs, and it was really scary. Um, cause it was in the summertime, um, space balls, love him in space balls. I don't know. There's just so many roles he's played that are just near and dear to my heart. He's one of the, the Johns I hold close. Yeah. You have a couple Johns in your heart. Yeah. Would you say this is your top John? Probably my top John. <laughs> Who are your other Johns? John, John Travolta? John Goodman. John C. Riley. John Heater. John Gabris. <laughs> John, John Gamberling. Yep. I want to do John Gabriel so bad on this podcast, but he's only in four movies. Um, but love John Candy. Probably he is my top John. There's so many Johns. What do you like <laughs> most about John Candy? I don't know. I think it's because of the fact that I loved him so much as a child. And he was just like the jolly, funny, but like kind of a little raunchy, but not crazy raunchy mm-hmm. as a kid that I was like, ooh, he's like cool. And mm-hmm. um, that I just carried, did you know when you're sentimental for something as a child, you just kind of bring it into your adulthood. <laughs> yeah. So no, he can do no wrong in my eyes or did no wrong. RIP. <laughs> we miss you. Yeah, we miss John Candy. I don't, I, I can't say like John Candy 
was a big part of my life <laughs> until this week. <laughs> uh, and I watch these movies, but um, I'll just say overall, before we dive into it, I really enjoyed him in both of these movies. Um, I see a lot of good in John Candy, and it's uh, it's a shame that he died at such a young age. He died at 43 um, of a heart attack. And no one got to see him flip those giant pancakes with the shovel in real life. Yeah, well, I mean, the people who filmed Uncle, Uncle Buck, Buck did. That's true. Now, um, <laughs> is Uncle Buck your favorite of those? Or no, Cool Runnings is probably cool my favorite. Then probably Spaceballs, then probably Uncle Buck. Nice. Yeah. Interesting that neither of the ones we're going to review. No, I was like really disappointed that the, my favorite John Candy movies were not his That's best. Okay. That's okay. You see, you see the spectrum here. Um, and he plays so many good cameos too. I do like his cameos. I am not a big fan of John Candy, but I, I don't know. I He's okay. He's, <laughs> he... Is before your time. Is before my time, and I. He's the poor man's Chris Farley. <laughs> I'll I hate say it. it. I hate it. They're All not- the movies that we watched, I could name a better Chris Farley movie that had the same. Like, could you plot. do that with Spaceballs? No. Of the uh, movies we watched. Of the movies we watched, fine. Okay, well, we'll, we'll <laughs> but, I'll come back to you each movie. I'll see which one is but uh, better. I do have to I already say have one in my mind. that, oh, of course, I don't want to. Yeah. Um, every time you see him in a cameo, though, you're like, oh, I love oh, I him. Do. I do. Him in, like, yeah. Home Alone. Or yeah, like, uh, and well, we just joined us, watched uh, Little Shop of Horrors for the first time recently. He's uh, in that. Right, it's a great right. cameo. Yeah. Cameo yeah. king. He man. is a cameo king. He is a cameo. And, he, and then, like, I was just like reading up a little bit about him. Like, apparently he's like the night. He was like the nicest guy. Like, uh, didn't have a bad thing heart. to say about anybody. So yeah. like, I feel a little bad trashing him. But yeah. he's well, you're not trashing him. Yeah. You're just being honest. I mean, I could see him being sweet like Candy though. Yeah. He's someone I wish I got to meet before he died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I was like a baby. How would you, how would you have gotten him? Like, <laughs> write him a lot of letters. True. Hey. It was Kate the day of correspondence. Oh my god! Don't make me rehash that story again. <laughs> so it could happen. I, I mean, not with John Candy, but like meeting. Oh, I'm gonna go back in time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking to the Chris Farley thing, though, some may say that John Candy paved the way for the likes Yo. of Chris Farley. Well, and Jim Belushi, Jim Bel- Dan Aykroyd. And- was he before like the Belushi's? He was Who, in B- Candy. No, yeah. no, I'm saying those paved the, those. Oh yeah, paved yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and for I guess sure. I'm specifically picking out like larger. I mean, that's actors, like, but that's like a thing. That's like a comedic like yeah. trope. Oh, yeah. Almost. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the Johns I mentioned that I love are heavier Johns. Yeah. They're fat yeah, Johns. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll I'll have a hot seat question for you guys later. Uh-huh. Uh I I kind of want to dive into it, and like I said. John Candy was known to wear cowboy hats. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, famously in the first movie uh, that we're going to review. Ironically, his last. Yeah, mm-hmm. his last, RIP. Um, but that movie is the 1994 masterpiece, <laughs> Wagons East. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Wow. Yeah, I tried to, um, when I went to rent this on Amazon, I... Uh, there usually is. I usually watch them all in HD, 
This is like one of the first movies that didn't have an HD right. option. But it, it was only a dollar ninety nine. It was only. A, I mean, the quality. It looked bad. Yeah, the quality yeah. was garbage. Yeah. Um, which definitely added to this movie being bad. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of people in it, though. Yeah. There are a lot of people. A lot of recognizable faces. A lot of yep. character actors. Which oh yeah. I want to bring that up. Okay. This is gonna discredit. <laughs> me big time but people say he's a character actor she's a character actor right and i know what they mean but isn't every actor and actress essentially a character so when you say character actor do you mean they play like a certain role like they get typecasted in all their movies um i guess so so in my mind i I should have looked this up yeah (laughs) Yeah. but like but hey let's let's because i hear that i hear that thrown around a lot but i don't really know what the, like they just play a role that's not like a regular human they go for like a exaggerated like a, char- a character yeah. that's what i think you know what so i mean i think i think that's like a p- aspect of it also it's like people who are never the lead role mm. they're always kind of that uh tangential or like the character on the side like they just i don't know they're the, they could play a character really well they never play the lead or the because the they play like person. tropes almost. Right, right. And this movie to me is full of character actors. Oh, definitely. Actors. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. So if you want to tweet at us about what a character actor is, <laughs> please yeah. do. What, what is it to you? <laughs> I, I'm never going to look up the actual definition, but I hear it all the time and I know kind of the vibe of it, but I don't know the, uh, the actual definition. Um, so if you're not familiar with this movie, Wagons East came out in 1994 um, let me read you a synopsis just to get an idea. It's a pretty simple, simple uh, movie, simple synopsis. Um, it's when a group of dissatisfied settlers decides they've had enough of the Wild West. They hire James Harlow, played by our film friend John Candy, an alcoholic wagon master to take them back east. The eclectic but happy bunch includes Dr. Phil, played by Richard Lewis, Prostitute Bell, played by Ellen Green, and openly gay man Julian, played by John C. McGinley. But the railroad investors don't want it getting out that the West isn't a nice place, so they do everything they can to make sure the group never makes it to their destination. That's that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And that's the actual That's movie. all we have to like, say. <laughs> that's, that's it. And thank you. On to the next one. <laughs> um, but that's really, it's a very simple plot. There's not a lot of threads going on with this. And it's a comedy. It's like a Wild West parody. So It's almost like a sandbox movie where there's no real plot. So they just kind of do tricks and gags and yeah. stuff in the movie just because they can. And they're not really... They're literally headed east. But are they? <laughs> like Right. I think what happened was they pitched... The, like whoever wrote this movie or came up with the idea came up with this idea. And then we're like, okay, let's think of a list of funny jokes to do and we'll insert them somehow. Yeah. That's that's it. It felt like they were trying very hard to do like the Mel Brooks style movie. It feels like Blazing Saddles, something like that. Yeah. And it has like the feeling of one, like the way the jokes are delivered and the Mm -hmm. pacing. But it, it kind of feels like they wrote half of it and then the guy who wrote it like disappeared and they never finished it they yeah. just kind of improv like all you need it. is like all the writing really was was just like a an idea and yeah. then there's like all right we'll just gonna film a bunch of scenes in yeah. the desert and That's then <laughs> exactly. and then we're gonna throw jokes in here and yeah. then it even like starts that way so when 
John Candy enters, like, through the saloon. I was like, did I black out? Because the next scene is him, like, showing them a map of pots and pans of how <laughs> to get somewhere. And I was yeah. like, did, when did these people team up? When did they start right. trusting each other? Like, So the beginning of the movie shows they're in this town called Prosperity, but it's a population of 67. And it's in the Wild West. Um, and you meet, like, a bookseller. Um, ah, a big damn book. A... Is it like a... But there's a doctor. There's, there's a doctor. A... There's a woman who comes. She's a mail-order bride. Yeah. And she shows up to this town. And, and then there's and the, the prostitute. Yeah, prostitute. Uh, so there's a there's a crew, um, but they're all just like kind of fed up with their roles in the Wild West. So they all go to this bar to drink away their sorrows, and that's how they all meet up. And they kind of pitch the idea, let's move back east. and yeah. But that's like taboo. Like nobody says... Once you move out to the West, that's like you're a settler. You're on the frontier. Uh, nobody goes back East, which is a funny idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it it's a good premise for like a comedy. They like gave up. They're, they like, gave well, up. they're quitters. Yeah, <laughs> let's just go back. East. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they're thinking about it and they're like, we need a wagon master. Enter John <laughs> Candy through the doors and he collapses. Um, and that, I guess, sets up that he's an alcoholic. He starts showing them the route, like Kate said, with pots and pans. And, you know, it's like, do they trust him? Do they not trust him? But they have to, I it's guess. It's funny. The one guy, Zeke, I forget what right. he does in the movie, but he's in Deadwood. And I feel like this oh, was yeah. almost an audition for, for Deadwood. Right. So I was his, thinking about that, too. His name is, I think, is William Sanderson. I looked up his, his filmography. His name in Deadwood is uh, E.B. Farnham. Oh, oh yeah, nice. that's right. Um, so I looked up his filmography, and he actually plays a lot of like Western roles yeah. and stuff like that. So this is his wheelhouse. Yeah, okay. for sure. You know who else was in this? The we guy from Scrubs. We don't. Well, <laughs> the guy from John C. McGinley, who yeah. is my favorite character. Oh, one hundred percent the best character of this oh, movie. I know what you're gonna say, Mr. We, Cooper. Yep. We don't talk about TV, but Riverdale. Not hanging with Mr. Cooper. (laughs) We don't talk about TV, but we will talk about Riverdale no matter what. Mr. Cooper uh, from Riverdale said this. He might know him from uh, White Chicks or a scary movie. Or Riverdale. (laughs) Or Riverdale. Um, And yeah, there's like I said, there's a lot of character actors in it. Mm -hmm. Even uh, from Little Shop of Horrors. What's her name in that? Uh, Audrey. Audrey. Um, she plays basically the same character yep. in this movie as well. But it's a crossover because John Candy was also in Little Shop of Horrors. So it's go. a nice crossover movie. Yeah. <laughs> it takes place in the same universe. <laughs> I do love his jacket. John yeah. Candy's jacket rules. I the mean, fringe he, coat. Oh. He looks like what a wagon master should look like. Mm-hmm. Which essentially a wagon master is a guy who just leads a troop of wagons in a on a route right yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. he has a compass so. yeah. <laughs> but you know this is gonna be a bad movie when the first joke is taking the wrong fork in the road yeah yeah i think there were jokes before that but none of them <laughs> no, i mean like landed. on the trail <laughs> yeah oh right, yeah. right the first well, on the trail starts, joke th- this is a movie that we you know we you 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 guys listen to us every week you know we love when they Say the title in the movie, and they say Wagons East, yeah. like right at the top. He's going every the time, wrong direction. every time John Candy says like Wagons Ho, yeah. I always just wanted him to say Wagons Me East. Me too. <laughs> Same. Same. That's exactly. He says Wagons East once, but then after that, Wagons Ho every time. I wanted it too, guys. Um, and I guess the main character in this movie, 
I mean, let's let's get it out there. This is the movie where John Candy, he actually died on set, had a heart attack. So this is his last movie. And they had to... Isn't that a shame? It, it is a shame. Yo, it's even more of a shame that he didn't want to do it, but was contractually obligated to oh, do it. Oh, that's right. so sad. That's really sad. And especially he... It and killed him. <laughs> it makes sense, too, because I, I was actually going to mention this before you said that. He looks miserable in this movie. Yeah, he doesn't really bring it. No, no he doesn't. He, he looks he, like he wants to die. I wonder if there were more scenes that he had to do where he was like in it more because he was like on the cover and stuff, but he really wasn't like. No, I feel it featured that much. No, I don't know. So that's what I was getting at. Like the, I guess the main character is Richard Lewis's character mm-hmm. Phil. Yeah, um, who was like a surgeon back east, had like a botched surgery. He like left a bologna sandwich in a. In a victim, like a, yeah. Yeah. it's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. But all of Richard Lewis's, I don't know his comedy that well. He seems to me like one of those New York stand-up yeah. comedians. I think he is, and he uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of those New York yeah. stand-up. Like, and I think all, he is. All, like they do comedy about taxis. Yeah. And stuff like that. <laughs> all it, I really know oh, him from is Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's that's why that's he like always says in Wagons East, "Hey, taxi." Yeah. yeah. So I just associated him with taxi. He's got his mullet or whatever his hair is. <laughs> say that again. He's got a mullet. <laughs> yes, he has feathered hair or something going <laughs> you on. You say that word strange. Mullet. Mullet. No, you're saying it weird. Mullet. Uh, we'll get back to the listeners next week on how you say that. Uh, it's, it's mullet. Um, so yeah, I guess mullet. he's the main character. You say mullet? Mullet. Mu- no, mullet. Mullet. It's mullet. <laughs> Well, that changes a lot of things about my life. <laughs> That's true. Yo, I think for once I'm right and you guys are wrong. You here. could be. I mean, yeah, but it's... you're the one who also says it fits, it fits into your accent. Fool, pool, mool. No, you would think I would say mullet because of that. Oh, well, anyway, he's anyway, got a mullet. He's got one. <laughs> he's got one of those bad boys. But yeah, I guess he's the main character and, and you follow him. And John Candy's kind of like a second level character, but... I don't know if it is because he died. I yeah. think. I mean, obviously, they reuse some of that's his scenes in the movie. Yeah. You picked up on that. You're like, that's another scene they reuse. Yeah. That's another scene they reuse. And they do a lot of shots where it's far away, and you could tell it's like a stand-in for mm-hmm. him, just another large man or maybe someone in a fat suit. And I know <laughs> this is like, I guess this is insensitive, <laughs> but like, it's the reality. He's huge in this he movie. He is huge yeah, in this he is movie. Very big. He's very big, and I'm sure that contributed to you know his heart problems and his heart attack, but he looks big. Just like Chris Farley in some of his later yeah. stuff looks uncomfortably big. He looks, uh, He also looked like pale and like... Yeah. Yo, I'm going to... I know you're going to throw it to me later to say what like Chris Farley movie was like this one. Yeah, go for it. But I think it was Chris Farley's last movie also... Uh, Almost Heroes with Matthew Perry. I don't think I know that movie. I don't know it either. Oh, it's, it's, they're trying to go west, but they're trying ah. to get there before um, Lewis and Clark uh-huh. to get to the okay. nice. whatever, the Pacific Ocean. Would you say Matthew Perry's movie? Yeah, it's Ooh. him and Matthew Perry, and he I'm looks huge. And it's better than this movie. And I think it was his last movie, and he yeah. died. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. It's it's sad. It's weird that there's like the similarities yeah. Well, yeah. on the Western movies, like mm-hmm. kind of did them in. <laughs> they did them. Um, but yeah, so John Candy was kind of not 
too into it. He phoned this one in for sure. And the the thing with his character is he's he doesn't really know the way east um, because he only knows the west really. Uh, but he's taking this troop of wagons along, and there's mishaps and silly things going on. They run into like an Indian war camp and. And I don't know. It's the jokes fall flat. Every I wrote a note that it's like every joke for me was like, oh, haha. Yeah, they were bad. It was like I knew, there was also a joke about laying their farts on fire yeah. and like they're just like really it, juvenile. Yeah, it's weird that the jokes were. They seem like they were aimed at like children, children mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the movie was the rest of the movie wasn't. It was right. just very. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They were very juvenile. That's a good point. Like, children wouldn't get the plot and a lot of things in this, but a lot of the jokes were lame or aimed. Yeah, lame and lame. They were lame Mm -hmm. and they were aimed. Um, (laughs) But uh, so you find out about John Candy's character. He was, he was. (laughs) This is kind of crazy. This is insane. He was the wagon master for the Donner Party, which got you know stuck in the mountains, stuck in a snowstorm, and. A lot of the members had to eat the dead members of the family. Um, and he was the wagon master for them. And they find this out uh, through Zeke's, like, faulty memory. Yeah. The whole movie, Zeke is like, uh, I know him from somewhere. I, I know him from somewhere. And throughout the movie, he reveals a little more and more. And then finally, you reveal that John Candy is part of that. And I think when they confront him... Doesn't he just leave? Yeah, he just like yeah, leaves. Yeah, he bounces. Yeah. He, he just, feels uncomfortable. Yeah, he leaves. just le- <laughs> It's his past that haunts him. And I was thinking, is this written like this because he, he died and they needed something? Uh-huh. Like, it was weird. It got weird at the end yeah. of the movie. Be- and I think it was because of the circumstances of him dying on the set it that they had to figure out. Already weird. Because they bring in a whole story about this That's- Calvary leader who wants to become president and knew uh, John Candy's character from the Donner Party. He was also there. So <laughs> strange. It was like even though there's like no bad. like only one known survivor or something of the Donner Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, very odd. A lot of these bad movies that we watch, I would suggest like yeah, watch it on like a Sunday afternoon or if you're just looking for something like kind of silly and easy to watch. I wouldn't suggest this movie. No. no. But this I, movie's like a waste of time. But what, what about when they square the wagons <laughs> instead of circle the I wagons? Like that. that was a funny joke. <laughs> I also liked when they were like leading the charge, the cavalry, to so bring out the big, um, whatever it is. And it's the tuba. The big guns? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. The big yeah. horn? Yeah. The big horn and it's a tuba. Like that sound leading a charge just goes like boom. Boop, boop, yeah. boop, boop. I loved that. And what's up with the the bad guy in the movie that's trying to like? Oh, stop them from stop going. Stop them the whole time. His his glasses. Oh, yeah. his glasses. How many <laughs> they were pair the, of them? So tiny over his eyes, like they just went over his pupils. <laughs> also, how many pairs did he own? Yeah, when yeah. he falls off the cliff, he breaks them, and then the next scene, he just has, has brand new. <laughs> yeah. And then in this next scene, he loses them completely. Yeah. yeah in every they, situation, he. Definitely died. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, he blew himself up with a C4. Yeah. Falls off a cliff with all these rocks and yeah. boulders falling. He, um, they set him up as being like this. He's going to be this really good trained like assassin or yeah. outlaw that's going to follow them and stop them from going east. But he's just he has mishaps and he's so clumsy. He's literally wily yeah. coyote. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bailey, this might be way off the mark, but to me, he looks like your dad a little bit. <laughs> oh. Yo. I, I don't see it at all, but 
I'm down. Yeah, I'm yeah. down to take another look at him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah watch it again. <laughs> okay. It but the thing that pissed me off, so this guy failed at stopping them at every turn. And then when he finally meets up with them, he rounds up 15 people on his own. Yeah, with one like, gun pointed at him. Yeah, he just ties, yeah. Everybody, he ties up. everybody up, even though they all had their own guns. And that leads to a showdown with my favorite character. Uh, John C. McGinley plays Julian Rogers. He's the bookseller oh, in Prosperity. And he is playing like the openly gay character, which you could tell it's time stamped. Like every joke revolves around him being gay. Oh, yeah. And right mm-hmm. now it's very like making this now. It's on. It's very insensitive. Right. But he plays it really well. And he's really funny and a really strong independent character. And like he then shows down with this man in black who's trying to stop them. And that might be my favorite part, like the duel. Uh, oh, I love the duel. Yeah. And, and what he says after he shoots him. Yeah, the best line. Happy Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, I laughed <laughs> so hard. I don't get it. I don't get it, it at I, all. I laughed out loud when he said that. <laughs> that was definitely like an inside joke with the crew. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it doesn't, it, it really Was it like happen. a nod for him being gay? I don't, I, I don't no idea. no idea, but it was so funny. I think, is that called like a love letter? Uh-huh. When you shoot someone like that in a duel or Could something, be. so <laughs> maybe it's like I don't know, I don't know. It's a good sign off, like yeah. It's a- um, but yeah, he was my favorite, favorite character, and th- then eventually the movie goes to where they- that Calvary meets up with them, and there's a showdown, and John Candy comes back. I guess he's been following them the whole time. <laughs> he comes yeah. back and stops the Calvary, and and they literally have like a two day. <laughs> like fighting match where they just punch each other in the face for like two days oh yeah it's kind of like it reminded me of that family guy joke where peter griffin fights the chicken it sounds like oh, i'm a big wow. family guy <laughs> it's, if you're out there you know what i'm talking about they like <laughs> deliver a baby and yeah. have dinner and like you're out there stuff. you know what jordan is talking about <laughs> Um, but yeah, so then the movie ends their back east in St. Louis, I guess. Thank um, you for taking us to St. Louis, but we'll pay you when we get there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the ending was very abrupt, too. It yeah. was very strange. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, there's a dedication to John Candy. Best part of the which movie. Which was nice. <laughs> best yeah. part of the movie. Unfortunate, but best part of the movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, this movie sucked. Yeah, this movie. <laughs> <laughs> It was bad. We got through it, though. This was yeah. one of those movies, though, where I was like, I hate it. And it makes me sad that I hate it. But yeah. it also mm-hmm. was one of those where I was like, this is gr- this is work. Yeah. And but it also makes you feel better that John Candy didn't want to do yeah, it. Either. Oh, it yeah. makes me you feel know what I mean? so like, much better. It's not like a conscious, like, yeah, I want to do this movie. Yeah. This movie's going to be good. Honestly, that saved me. You're telling me that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's rated a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, now, hell yeah. Also, I want to shout out the director Peter Markle. He's from Danville, Pennsylvania. Sick. Shout out. To Where is that? Where is that? That's like kind of by. Well, I want to know from. if you know where it is. It's like you, Sunbury. Did you say you wanted to know the best boy on set? Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> so there was a best boy on set. Um, <laughs> He was the the best boy electric 
Crispulo de la Torre. Oh, thank you, Chris. Yo, I thought we don't put on for Best Boy Electric. <laughs> no, we do. We find any Best Boy and we <laughs> shout him out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if you know how to read credits or like look this information. Yo, there's up. not always a Best Boy grip. The Best Boy can be anywhere. <laughs> you just have to find them. Well, he's just the Best Boy. Thank God yeah. for Crispola. <laughs> de la Torre. <laughs> Sick, dude. Um, what was what was your initial rating of this movie, and now, after the fact, what's your rating of this movie? A one and one and done. One and done. <laughs> a classic one and done. Yeah, well, I'm embarrassed. What's yours? Kate? I gave it a two, because one because it was horrible, but I gave it an mm-hmm. extra point for John Candy. Rest mm. in peace. Mm. So I gave it a three out of ten. <laughs> okay, I, cool. I was feeling it one, two, I guess. one two three um but i'm gonna knock to it down i'm gonna give it a one for john candy even though he wasn't there um and then i'm gonna give it a 0.5 for uh john c mcginley's performance i really liked it so i'll knock it down to a 1.5 damn that was a big jump all right yeah nice um so here we are we're between movies <laughs> how are you guys feeling a little tired a little hunky but good but I have a grievance. No, go ahead. Just drink it right <laughs> into the microphone. I'm doing good. What's I'm doing your grievance? Good. Every time we have a guest on, you only ask the guest how they're feeling, and then you skip everyone else. Ooh. Okay. I have things I need to say. <laughs> well, Bailey, for the longest time, hated that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're always doing well, so I don't have to no, check in No, uh, last you. week I had to pee, and I wanted to tell you that. Oh, but wow. You she skipped, just couldn't. I just couldn't because you skipped over our, us. Uh, our guest last week, Tyler Smith, listen to that episode. Great episode. We review Vincent D'Onofrio. Tyler Smith's a great friend. Yeah, where, where are we is getting that, at? Is that all you wanted to say? No, no, I wanted to say it. Uh, he had to pee the entire episode and didn't let us and any of us know. And I even checked in with him and he didn't let us know, so um, shout out to his sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of sacrifice, <laughs> no, we have to do. It's getting oh, wait. hot in here. We have to do. Well, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget? No. I Did was you turn down the temperature? I was segueing into it. It didn't sound like it. <laughs> Sometimes sacrifice we have to sacrifice our clothes <laughs> uh, when we do this because it gets real hot in here. Yeah. He's right. Wow. It is good. Can you cue the music, please? <laughs> Were you actually saying that? Yeah. All right. All right, cool. Thanks to Ben Sounds for that theme music. Shout out, Ben Sounds. Also, thanks to Jordan for that amazing segue. <laughs> yeah. Hey, great Zach, segue. Zach wants a segue. I'm going to give him a segue every time. Yeah. Are we going to send him one in the mail? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. an actual yeah. segue. Yeah, you mastered the segues. Um, and John Candy's dating history. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. He's I probably mean, a loving husband. Yeah, knowing him, the happy, go lucky, mm-hmm. never said a mean thing about anybody, had one wife that he stuck with him till the end. Aww. Rosemary Margaret Hober. What a Aww. sweet name. That is her name. Rosemary. <laughs> That's definitely John Candy's wife's name. Yep. Oh, From... salty and sweet. Aww. Aww. 
savory and sweet, I should oh say. They are salt. They're so salty and sweet. It should be savory. I should change it to savory. Um, How long were they married? From 1978 up until 1994. Ooh, 26 years? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Two kids. No, Jennifer. I don't know. You did the math, math and I didn't <laughs> check it out. You did Jennifer and Christopher, his kids. Aw, Jennifer and Christopher. Very normal, common names. Good kids. Christopher Candy. I hope Candy? they're doing well. Yo, I, Christopher Candy? Is that the name Christopher Candy? <laughs> yeah. Um, I assume so. <laughs> if there is a John Candy biography out there... Send it to me. Send it to us. Because <laughs> I'll read it. I will eat it. Um, In honor of John Candy. Yo, is his birth name John Candy? Yeah, John Franklin Candy. Oh, Franklin. Wow. I know. This just gets better. I wish better. his first name was Franklin. I think it's better that his middle name is Franklin. Yeah. Uh, JF Candy. Yeah, everything. <laughs> <laughs> JF Candy, dude. Um, everything I'm hearing about John Candy and reading about him is just amazing. Checks out. And, yeah. Um, he's a little treat. Get yeah. it? Because he's candy. Uh, yeah, good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Always better when you have to explain it. <laughs> Always better. Um, I also I read to that one of my favorite books is The Confederacy of Dunces by uh, John Candy. John, actually John F. Tool. Ken, John Ken, John Kennedy Tool. Um, you it, like that book? Oh, I love that book. We were we oh. had to we had to read that for our book club and then I feel like no one read it, and I guess you did. Oh, I've read that book like twice. I love that book. It's very oh. funny. That's a book that makes me laugh out loud, like oh, wow. reading it. And John Candy was supposed to play Ignatius Riley, the main character, which he is like he would have been the perfect person to play it. Because the guy's like bigger and kind of a slob, and but he has like com, he's kind of comic. He would have been perfect. And I read, I didn't know that. And then doing a little research, I read it. Um, so it's kind of a bummer, you know. I would have, I probably would have loved that role. I hope they continue. I know it's shelved now, but I hope they make a uh, an adaptation of that movie. Sick, dude. Yeah, yeah you know, I hope so too. Just for you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just read it. off there. Um, <laughs> I don't really have a segue, but I guess the the way we're using the word segue Ooh. is one way of using it. There's also another way of another form I was of gonna travel. S- I was going to say they travel in wagons east in a wagon, but there's other forms of transportation like planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> and segues. And segues. And segues. Right. Spelled differently, but hey. That was a clunky segue, <laughs> but we made it. And that is the next movie we're going to review. Um, rated a 92%, I believe, on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and that movie is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. The John Candy masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. Uh, came out Some would in say. 1987. Um, now, Kate, did you see this movie before? The- yes. Yeah. Did you, Bailey? No. Oh, yeah. You don't watch movies before 1990. (laughs) (laughs) Typically, not so much. Every Um, now and then. I believe I've seen this movie before. Uh, Like, it's in the recess of my memory, I think, somewhere. I think my dad was a big fan of this movie. 
Um, so I probably watched it with him, but I didn't remember much of it except one or two scenes. Um, so let me, if you haven't seen this movie, let me uh, read a quick synopsis of it. Um, easily excitable Neil Page, played by Steve Martin, is somewhat of a control freak. Uh-oh, this synopsis. <laughs> Trying to get home to Chicago to spend Thanksgiving with his wife, Layla Robbins, and kids, his flight is rerouted to a distant city in Kansas because of a freak snowstorm, and his sanity begins to fray. Worse yet, he is forced to bunk up with talkative Del Griffith, played by our film friend John Candy, whom he finds extremely annoying. Together, they must overcome the insanity of holiday travel to reach their intended destination. Extremely annoying. I feel like I would have used the word insufferable. Yeah. Yeah. You should write for IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes, whoever does that. So here's Mm -hmm. here's my... umbrage with that i don't know if that's his his umbrage my umbrage with that is yes he's playing a i guess an annoying character and you said insufferable he's not that bad to me oh no but i mean for a description of that i would use that Um, do you think he would like say you met someone dude uh he you're i feel like you feel that way because you learned he comes off as like in very early in the movie, he realizes that he's insufferable and like he has more of like a heart than like some characters that right. are annoying have. Because I mean, immediately he takes his shoes and socks off on the plane, and then he's when Steve Martin's trying to go to sleep, he literally does everything to keep him awake, and he really is annoying. But then I don't know, he has a heart, so you feel bad saying he's annoying. I guess well, that's and, true. That's and a good point. The fact that like. He also says, I know I'm this way, like yeah. very early on. He's like, I know people find me annoying. He's and self-aware. it's like, aw, you know, that's yeah. sad. And they definitely like, they have like that blow up moment very early in the movie. Yeah. Which a- I was a little confused of why that was. Like, I feel like it takes like the whole movie to have right. like that, that blow up heart to heart. And then they had it like pretty early. Well, Steve Martin's character, Neil Page, he they kind of. They they do a good job early on in the movie showing that he's has a short short temper like he short fuse short fuse like easily annoyed um, so it makes sense that he would blow up pretty early yeah it's not like a move you see in a movie a lot mm-hmm. but I think that's why it's successful and why you then feel for both characters actually very early on in the yeah. movie. and it's also why the second half is more successful when they split. Because you realize that they kind of balance each other right, out. Right, exactly. Um, but I do have to say, the other character, Steve Martin. My favorite Steve Martin role, probably. Yeah, he's he's really good in this. I'm not usually a huge fan of him in movies, but mm-hmm. loved him in this. Well, you loved him in this, and you loved him in our previous movie, Novocaine. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> nah, he was good in this. He, he definitely yeah. plays a good, like, annoyed person yeah yeah cranky man it's i it makes me wonder i feel like steve martin's probably awesome and a nice guy but yeah like this is one of those movies where it seems like they accentuate their actual real personalities uh, personalities like john candy is yes he's annoying but he seems he's lovable Mm -hmm. um and he's good-hearted at the core of it where steve martin like i heard he's actually not that nice really yeah my Did dad really from? likes him. Down the, through the grapevine. Yeah. 
Well, he's he's also he was a huge star and yeah. had to go through that whole fame thing yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, so you never know what happens with that. Exactly. Look at Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> um, but yeah, and also Kevin Bacon's in this movie. For Yo, a hot, yeah. hot I like me too. The Kevin Bacon cameo. Yeah, and it's yeah. very early on. You should see Steve Martin's character. Uh, essentially, he's trying to get home before nine o'clock for the holidays. Um, you see him leaving a meeting trying to hail a cab. Him and Kevin Bacon are like going for the same cab, essentially. Um, and and shout tripped. out to Novocaine, second movie that we've seen with Steve Martin and mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon in it. Yeah, true. Um, but uh, yeah, and then that's where you kind of meet John Candy's character, too, because Steve Martin's so desperate to get a cab that he's trying to pay off this guy who's got the cab before him. Meanwhile, John Candy slips right into the cab and leaves. Mm-hmm. And even before that, he misses the original cab because he trips over his... That trunk. Trunk, yeah. That infamous oh, yeah. trunk. I love how John Candy has that huge trunk that he has to... Lug everywhere. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he pulls out that picture of his wife that he sets up next to his bed every night. Mm-hmm. Oh, love it. There is a lot of lovable things about him. And his mustache, too. And, yeah. and his job. He sells shower curtain rings, and he pulls out that little booklet that's filled with just miniature shower curtain rings. I thought that was cool. That was, like, a good writing, I guess. Like, yeah. it was clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That weird job that, like, I guess someone has to do. Yeah, like, let's just give it true. to him. And it, there's, there's a moment where he needs this quick cash, and they're at, like, a diner somewhere, and it shows how good of a salesman he is. He gets, like, so many people to to buy these shower rings even if they're using them for earrings or whatever oh yeah they're like trying to scout like scavenge some money and they they're like oh this was owned by you know famous blah 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 but that goes into my thing where he says he never lies he lied to literally like 17 people trying to sell shower curtain rings true that is true um hey as a salesman (laughs) you have to lie sometimes that's true but he says he doesn't i feel like you are pretty honest you're yeah. of the of the salesmen that yeah. work with you i feel like you're one of the honest ones yeah thank you i appreciate yeah. it i try to hold steady yeah but sometimes that uh it pulls you in a different direction the money yeah um <laughs> do you guys catch the cameo at the airport uh from ferris bueller ben no, stein oh win ben yeah. stein's mm-hmm. money oh i didn't see it <laughs> i got up at one moment and went like Got some water, so I missed like. But that's what I like. Both of the people at the counters were Ferris Bueller. Oh. Nods. It was the receptionist mm. lady from that answers. Just the moment. No, no, that's office oh. space. Oh. oh, yeah. Then there's, <laughs> but it's still the lady yeah, where it's, it's like he's a righteous from... dude. Yeah. And yeah. then the guy who says Bueller, Bueller, he's in it yeah. too, and they're both counter workers. Yeah, he was cool. So essentially, if you if you <laughs> haven't seen this movie, uh. They take There's planes, a, trains, and automobiles. They take all of them and more. I was actually going to ask you guys. They do take planes in this movie. Mm-hmm. They take a train. They take automobiles. <laughs> that, What's your they, favorite? And they walk. <laughs> And they walk. What's Is your, that your hot seat what? question? <laughs> no, I was going to say, there's another form of transportation that they take that's not in the title, but Walking. I guess technically it is. Yeah, bus is what you're thinking. Bus, yeah. yeah. But it's an automobile. It's like, <laughs> what's your one... favorite form of transportation? <laughs> yes. Honestly, the one that's not in it is walking. Planes, trains, automobiles, and feet. Yeah, and feet. <laughs> I hate walking. I, I think planes are cool. <laughs> Yo, getting back to segues, have you guys ever... No. Rode a Segway? No. Yo, I've never rid- ridden. Ridden a Segway. <laughs> I've is, never is stood on one. I don't know. I've never rode one. 
I've, I've never, never operated on it. Yeah. Yo, I would want to though. Yeah. Segways and those uh those things that you you put your feet on. Oh, uh, like a, hoverboards. A, a hoverboards. <laughs> yeah, is that what they are? That, they're not hovering. They're not you know they have mean? wheels, but yeah. like I think they're called hoverboards. Yeah. I um, want to do the uh, like the unicycle where it's just like you put your feet on either side and stand up. Just one wheel in the middle. Like a unicycle? <laughs> that is a yeah, unicycle. Yeah, but there's no like handle. Uh, Kate, well, I would never I'm going to shout you out real quick, Kate. You don't even know how to ride a bike. So. That's true. <laughs> Isn't it sad that I don't know Start how to... Start with one wheel, work your way up to two. <laughs> exactly. Then hit the trike. Um, I go backwards. Yeah. Um, it's a shame they don't know how to ride a bike because I love Pee Wee so much and I can't ride a bike. Is it are you too old to learn? Yeah, there's a cap. <laughs> oh, you've you're past it? I, yeah, there's like a written rule. That... I remember when I first met you, uh that was one of our goals to teach you how to ride a bike, but it just fell through. <laughs> yep. I bought a helmet, haven't used it. Not accomplished. Not accomplished. I still have faith that you're gonna learn how to ride a bike. I can get on and pedal, but I can't steer or stop. You should yeah. start with a tricycle like everybody does. Oh, I would kill a tricycle. Or training wheels. I I feel with you that you would use training wheels and then love them so much and like I put leave stickers them. on them yeah. that you would leave them on. <laughs> oh, I'd totally streamer it out mm-hmm. and Oh yeah. We love transportation here. Uh, Do we? So getting back to it, yeah, they I they, lost mine this week. They <laughs> oh, let's not get into it. Um so they their flight gets canceled because of a freak snowstorm. Um, then they get in a truck, they use a train, they use a bus. A 16-wheeler. 16-wheeler. A rental car. Oh, a um, rental car. They really use it all. Oh, they have it all. Yeah, I have a question. What? When they're staying at the um, hotel the first night when they have to fly into Wichita. Oh, yeah, and they have the vibrating bed. The vibrating bed. You don't see that too much anymore. No, no you definitely And don't. you don't see someone holding $700 in cash I was thinking about in their wallet. I know. Which That's was a thick wallet. Yeah, $700 yeah. that got stolen from uh, Steve Martin's character. Also, and that was also a weird... $263 yeah. stolen from John Kennedy, I, which is do more... Do people realistic. not... Were ATMs not a big thing back then? I don't or? know. I think people, like, because... My mom's always like, you need to have cash in your wallet, blah, blah, blah. Like, my parents still carry cash. I think it's like that pre-credit card where everyone used their yeah. credit card. Yeah, because like, I feel like yeah, places probably didn't take credit cards very often. And if they do, they you, it, I've never really seen it like in real life, but like where they put the credit card down and they like swipe the thing over it. I had to use that it. at one of my jobs. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. It's like, crazy. They're it's just not electronic. It's ass. just... Yeah, we uh, so there is a big focus on plastic and credit cards yeah. in this movie, and and you're right. I didn't really think about that. Like when they said the amount that was in his wallet, I was yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it makes sense. Probably people carried around a lot of cash before. Yeah. Also, the were. weirdest robbery. Yeah, it was. He it, comes into the room, unlocks it, sneaks in, takes money from their wallets, and then leaves, and no one knows anything. Can we get back to the vibrating bed? Oh, Yo, I'd love to. He puts I, a, like a dime in it, right? <laughs> I've never really thought about vibrating beds. The only time I've encountered them is playing Sims Hot Date. <laughs> you could like buy like the romantic bed and it vibrates. But what's is that? A th- yeah, what's yeah. the purpose? Thing? Yo, I don't know. Is it supposed to massage you? Is it like jazz you up? I don't know. 
jazz you up. Yeah, get you, you it get, get you hard. <laughs> um, it's a weird move, I guess, like for romantic and intimate moments. Yeah, it's just it would weird. Be fun. I don't know. I think it'd be very distracting. I'd be annoyed yeah. by yeah. the sound. Idea that your bed is like mechanical. It doesn't. It's like a washing machine. Yeah. Um. But it's funny how John Candy just does it. But he's just smoking a cigarette, sitting in the bed, and just pops puts a it dime in, in yeah. there. Um, also, what throws me off anymore is because we're growing up essentially in like throws place you where you anymore. can't smoke cigarettes indoors, and I'm not used to that. My family didn't smoke, so that throws me off watching these older movies. Yeah, people just smoking cigarettes in bed in me the airport, too. in the airport, mm-hmm. airplane, yeah. like. It it's just, crazy. It's crazy. It's really wild. But you could tell it was like on that cusp because um, Steve Martin points that out where he's like, you're this, you're that, you smoke cigarettes. Right, right. Like, yeah. So you could tell it's like the ways of cigarettes at that time are changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are moments so that they obviously fight a lot. The hotel scene that mm-hmm. you mentioned is the big argument scene where Steve Martin really puts him down. And John Candy kind of says like, hey, I like who I am. And that's when you really feel for him because he is annoying, but he's just being like an authentic, genuine person. Um, and then after that, Steve Martin and him kind of have nice moments, but then they go back to falling apart. Then they have nice moments, then they go back to falling apart. And I like that up and down really pulls you yeah. into the characters a lot more. And also because it's like a, it's a stressful situation that they're in. So you're bound to have those tension moments where just the two of them trying to figure out what to do oh i would fail in a moment like this like i know i would my anxiety i I just end up walking i try to walk all the way back to chicago yeah yeah Yeah, and the one scene that was pretty wild which i it confused me when john candy starts driving on the wrong side of the road like you know like you've been driving i mean i'm assuming he's been driving for most of his adult life well, he's a traveling the movie. salesman yeah. yeah like you know when you're on the left side of the road oh, and he just yeah. has no idea I think that he's driving into traffic the whole thing was like i guess it was dark out so they couldn't see yeah, what they're trying to pull it was strange i did like <laughs> oh, the yeah. joke there though where the car on the other side telling him hey you're going the wrong way you're going yeah. the wrong way oh. and steve martin's like how would they know where we're going oh, like, yeah john was candy joke. was like how do they know where we're going and steve yeah. martin was like oh yeah that's right how do is a one yeah. time where he like agrees with him he never agrees with john yeah. candy. so i actually thought this movie was truly funny and i was genuinely enjoying this movie oh, yeah. Yeah. the whole time and when i say i i don't know if i've said it on here i've said it on uh tay's podcast that i think modern comedies are dead i think this is this movie is a prime example of the what cato says that these comedies yeah they have great jokes but it's very plot driven and the the jokes are molded to the plot and what's happening with the characters that way instead of oh let's write all these jokes and write the plot around it i think this is a prime example of that and i think it works really well yeah classic mm-hmm. 1987 comedy yeah and it's weird that they um they made this movie in 1987 and then perfected it I when they made tommy coming. boy knew this with chris coming. farley and david spade hey <laughs> can't 
argue against that. I, I, Tommy Boy holds a special place in my heart. I can, because yeah. I don't like David Spade. Oh, the only no. role I like him in is Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> He's just a Where voice. Where you don't see yeah. him. <laughs> I love David Spade. Um, and this oh. movie was a huge success. Psych? No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I read Yo, my The, crit- the critics bad. really liked it. Yeah. Well, no. It, so the budget was $30 million. Um, wow. Opening weekend made around seven million, and then gross in the USA while it was in theaters was forty nine million. So it it, it was in the positive. thirty million is a lot. Yeah. I feel like yeah. for that time, but it definitely capped it now because it's a classic. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because I mean, just I was looking at um, that movie Unsane that we saw recently. Right, right. The budget was like one point five million. Well, that makes sense because that was it, it was all on iPhones, which was just crazy that a movie in like. 1987 30 yeah. million and today yeah, that's a good point a movie it's like a big movie it's only like 1.5 million not like an indie movie but they're also paying for like john candy and steve martin yeah. and like other cameos that were like they're in unsane there wasn't really any jay farrell was like the biggest without giving anything away yeah there's a cameo in it but we right, but that's them. like more like <laughs> a favor cameo. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. they're more like their boys yeah, than yeah. anything else. Yeah. Speaking of cameos, for all those horror heads out there, shout out Mike Paulshock. Uh, in Planes, Trains, and Automobile, there's an actor, Dylan Baker. He's the son who drives them in the truck. He's also in Trick or Treat. Um, oh. He's like the principal oh. guy. Uh, he looks completely different. I didn't even know that was him. Um, I guess that's a cameo <laughs> or a film debut. <laughs> Another crossover, um, John Candy, Steve Martin, also in Little Shop of Horrors together. Oh, true. Good point. And I, I, I was reading that uh, this is their favorite film of their own. Oh. Their own movies. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. They probably had a great time. Oh, I'm sure. Set. I wonder if that was before or after Steve Martin did Cheaper by the Dozen. <laughs> oh, my God. Probably before. <laughs> Honestly, John Candy rocks the bow tie in this. Like, rocks yeah, he really it. does. I think it's a good balance between his mustache and the bow tie and his curly hair. But at one point, you were like, it, "Why is he in a suit?" And I was a like, tuxedo. "A tuxedo." And I was like, "Jordan, he's been wearing that bow tie the entire movie." That's funny. I did notice he has perfect teeth. Oh, he has great teeth. Perfect teeth. I didn't notice it in Wagons East. But he didn't really straight. smile much yeah. in that movie. Yeah, he wasn't happy to be there. But um, uh, you know what? Reviewing John Candy makes me miss him so much. <laughs> I kind of want to dive into his filmography now. I love the part when they're driving. So he gets there's like a part where they get a rental car and he has like a Steve Martin has like a breakdown because he can't get it. It turns out that John Candy took it. And John Candy's driving at night, and he does that jazz solo. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Incredible. That, uh, Ray Charles, Messer yeah, around song. It's so good. It's so good. He plays the like piano, the trumpet. He's like going, oh, that scene is amazing. So Classic what would you say JC. the most famous scene? I think there's a really famous scene in this movie when Steve Martin's character doesn't have that rental car they they take him there and it's not there and he comes back to marathon the car rental place and he just drops the f-bomb on the worker there that's like a really famous scene and there to that point i don't think there was any 
f words used yeah i don't remember i don't know and I then he uses attention. he goes hard so many which is a really cool idea to like have no cursing yeah. until a certain point in the movie mm-hmm. and then yeah. just go off i mean and, yeah i don't know when pg-13 was a thing like when they started making pg-13 movies but i feel I like this know. could have been one before they oh yeah dropped the f-bombs like nothing was really like so true crazy or anything that needed to be rated r it could have even been like pg you know what i mean like i don't know no i agree so i'm actually looking at it right now it was supposed to be pg-13 until that scene and in new zealand it's only rated a pg and uh even though that scene, which is the 18 F words in under a minute scene, Whoa. that's what it's tagged as. Even though it's in there, they still have it rated PG. Oh, wow. It's interesting how different countries yeah. have different rating systems. but um, They're just words, you know? <laughs> just yeah. a construct. <laughs> but then I love when they go to that other hotel and they're drinking. Those little bottles. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's so cute. They yeah. light a car on fire. I also love how John Candy wears pajamas. Oh, like he me wears too. those uh, matching pajamas. I love everything he does in this. I, yo, I stand by it. I don't think he's as annoying. I'd have a good time with John Candy. Fun. Hey. I really would. Uh, yeah. Him taking his shoes off on the plane might have annoyed me. And socks. And socks. That <laughs> might have bothered me, but he was so nice and just wanted to talk. He's also I'm- lucky that Steve Martin had all that money. That's just, also a good just idea. Just did throw away. So I guess the the one thing that you 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 as the viewer know uh, for a good part of the movie, um, but Steve Martin's character doesn't know is that you know John Candy's character keeps referring to his wife and how much he loves. Is it Marie or Maureen? I don't um, remember. His wife. So Steve Martin thinks. Oh, Maureen. Her name's not Maureen. Maureen. <laughs> Maureen. Oh. Wow. Uh, um, Maureen. <laughs> her name she's Maureen. a Maureen, right? Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio on the mind. Um, but he keeps referring to his wife, so Steve Martin thinks he's trying to get home to his wife and family as well. But it turns out his wife died eight years ago. I um, didn't know that. How was I supposed to know that? Was I supposed to know that? Wait, did you not know that even when it's revealed? Wait, I, w- at the end, yeah. I realized it, but I, I feel like you were trying to say that you knew. You, oh, yeah, uh, you do you, know you that. Kinda get, no, you, you're not told it, but you can pick up the pieces. Like... He puts the picture up every night. I just thought like he just loved his wife. I, I mean, I didn't really pick up on. There are moments when does he? And he says, "I haven't been home in eight years." Oh, he hasn't oh, been home that, in eight years. That threw me off. And then also <laughs> when he's out in the car, he's like talking, talking to, to her. her. I wish you were here right gone. now. Yeah. He's like, I guess that will never, that won't happen. I didn't know that she was dead. I don't know. I guess I didn't pick. I've up also on seen it. this before so I'm like yeah. can't really tell I you know. I with thought there was eyes. another thing that triggered it for me as well but but yeah, yeah go ahead with what you were saying <laughs> no I was just saying and then that that kind of then Steve Martin realizes that when he's when they they part at the end uh-huh. he's on the train back home um and Steve Martin realizes like oh shit his wife's dead he's probably by himself so he goes back and then invites him to Thanksgiving so, dinner with his family he skipped he, over some stuff. He said he was homeless, <laughs> which well, is weird. Well, I guess he's just like, but he's like, been traveling. I don't know. Yeah, like, does but he But he is have homeless, home? right? Because 
if he hasn't been home in eight years, I mean, he might have one, but he doesn't go there if he yeah, does. Right. Which it's kind of threw me off. Is, is this guy just like a straight up just a homeless man? <laughs> like, uh, or is well, he like? He looks pretty good for a homeless man. <laughs> he does. It's not like so. Tony Bennett's technically a homeless man, right? The singer, he doesn't have a home. He just lives in hotels, right? <laughs> that's, that's a weird pull. <laughs> That was, but I'm saying I he's didn't a wealthy, know that about him. He's a wealthy man that just yeah. travels around. So like that's why like he's not he has money. He's a salesman. He sells yeah. shower curtains. Yeah. Like he's still like living his he life. He just doesn't have a like a a permanent location. Permanent home. Tony Bennett. Wow. I think he recently homeless man. <laughs> I think he like re- like recently bought his uh, bought a home and it was like a thing how like Tony Bennett finally buys a house or something like that's that. That's interesting. Yeah, because cool. he loves the lifestyle of yeah. going from one to Rich another. Rich and the famous. But I do have to say... Say it. When they're <laughs> in the hotel drinking those mini bottles, and he says, going back to Jamaica with this, I'm like, cool uh, runnings, yeah. he's going back to Jamaica. And he does a little when bit was of a Jamaican accent. Mm-hmm. Cool runnings is after this movie. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It was like an Easter egg nod to yeah, a movie. that didn't come out <laughs> yet. Yep. Um, he's so funny. I love He's He's just like so fun loving the police when the police pull him over in that car that's on fire yeah. and he just goes top of the morning to you <laughs> yeah he's definitely like in, in comparing him and chris farley chris farley's definitely like darker a little bit raunchier yeah. and like mm-hmm. john candy's just a good look good go lucky like lovable guy so i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that john candy's the better actor because chris farley's more uh, extreme yeah, he doesn't really chris farley doesn't really have any like range right i guess and he's very slapstick and yeah. he did his own thing which he was very good yeah. at that obviously and he was funny yeah um but john candy could tone it back and like for sure i mean chris and, and farley chris never farley really died. got a chance to yeah he died a little bit he's like in his yeah. 30s when yeah yeah john candy died in his 40s i don't know right but i'd agree you yeah. but you you see range in this movie alone yeah with yeah. him like when for sure when you were talking about how you know he brings him home for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. dinner, and he sees his so, um, Steve Martin sees his wife and you can see like the love in his eyes, and John Candy just looks down and grips his hat and like rubs his hands right. back and forth over it because you could tell he's just, oh he's great because yeah. he's sad and misses his wife. I would if you've never seen this movie, recommend it completely. I enjoyed every minute of it. It wasn't usually when we watch some of these movies. I keep checking how much longer we have. This one not at all. Loved it. There was a scene, uh, Jordan was, we were watching it and they pull out of the motel and this song plays and it really clicked with Jordan because he started singing it and, and like bouncing up and down and like leaning forward <laughs> more towards the TV. And I couldn't tell if he was like putting on a show, like to be like, like a joke, but no, he was like fully embraced in the movie. Uh, I was, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like the end, end of the movie freeze frame. Uh, and then yeah. rolls to credits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, classic. Love 80s. a good freeze frame. They do that in Unsane too. Yeah. Oh yeah, they True. do. That was a weird one, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a commonality. Are we trying to like compare? Yeah. <laughs> With Unsane. The craziest commonality is the Little Shop of Horrors thing, that John Candy was in a movie in the first uh, one with right. someone from Little Shop of Horrors, and then the second one from Little Shop mm-hmm. of Horrors. I wonder if it, if he ever worked with Rick Moranis. <laughs> Oh wow! Yo, he. Uh, <laughs> I read that he got off, or he either got offered or turned down like the role for um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, because he oh, said my friend he? would be better at this. Wow. He said, "Love it." Yeah, he said, "I have a my friend would would do a better job in this role," and, and it was 
I Rick think Moranis. he was right. Yeah, <laughs> I think he was right too. Um, what would you guys rate this movie? I or rated what did you it. Rate it? I rated it an eight point five. I gave it a cool seven. <laughs> I gave it a seven point five. I'm gonna bump it up though, because I I loved it and I would wa- would watch again. <laughs> Yeah. 8.5. I was surprised you rated 7.5 I know. Originally. I don't know what it was. I really, really... Something was messed up. You rated this a 7.5 and Wagons East at 3. What's going <laughs> on? I really enjoy this movie and now talking about it again. I love it. Um, and directed by John Hughes. Yeah. Classic John, John Hughes. Hughes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, John and Hughes would be amazing. Speaking of this movie, the best boy grip. Well, not a grip. I don't really know what... He's a best boy or she... <laughs> so it's a lady. Let's hear it. I don't. Myron Hyman. Oh, what an unfortunate name. Myron Ooh. Hyman. Best oh. boy colon process. I don't know what that means. But well, shout out Myron. Yo, it's strange when you find the best boy to be a girl. Yeah, that is. Yeah, strange. shouldn't they change the title for her? You think they would? Let's let's do something about let's it. Let's start a campaign. Let's <laughs> start the campaign. First right off, we need to look up what a best boy is. <laughs> maybe They're the they, best boy. Maybe they misspelled Best Buy. Uh-huh. <laughs> True. True. Every movie misspells Best Buy. Um, cool. Uh, I I love John Candy. I wish I could get like a Valentine's Day heart box with John Candy on it. It'd be like perfect because it'd be a candy box with John Candy on it. Oh, tint, oh. Tint, Jordan, Jordan, look into that. I'll look into it. As a friend of yours, <laughs> I'll, I'll look into it. You guys are such good friends. We're um, great friends. Do you guys have any hot seat questions? I no. You do. I did. Wait, I, the I, the transportation one. What's your favorite mode of transportation? <laughs> Damn. My favorite mode of transportation is someone else driving me. <laughs> <laughs> wow the hot seat oh it's so it's so hot. cool <laughs> um would you ra- who would you rather <laughs> John oh Candy. that's that's the question i have for you uh who would you rather kate <laughs> bald timothy oliphant bald vincent d'onofrio or the rare possibly unseen bald john candy <laughs> I still stand by my answer from last week of bald Vincent D'Onofrio because John Candy, it's not like a sexual thing. It's like a, aww, like hang out with you. Yeah. You're yeah. my buds. That's a good answer. He's your Mary and your kill Mary. Yeah. F. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he will my, always be a Mary. Yeah. Oh, definitely strong Mary. Sick. That was sick. What's next? Well, are you guys uh, looking forward to anything? Yes, Isle of Dogs just came out. I'd see it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big Wes Anderson guy, mm-hmm. but that movie, I I think I'm more into his like animated stuff than his actual so like just movies. Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> yeah, and Isle of Dogs. <laughs> um, yeah, that. I mean, I think I said it last week, but the. John Krasinski, Emily Blunt movie. Oh, yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to that, too. And um, we might be doing one of those people very, very soon. For the Possibly. Future film friend. Future film friend. I'm still looking forward to the HBO movie Fahrenheit 451 with mm-hmm. the Michaels. 
which is coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's TJ McConnell's birthday. Happy oh, birthday, really? TJ. Today? Yeah. Oh, happy birthday, TJ. I wonder if M. Night wished him happy birthday. I'm sure he did. For sure. Um, I know TJ's a big fan of the podcast, and uh, he listens to it usually on way to the away games. <laughs> yeah. So shout out, <laughs> TJ. Um, any updates on M. Night? Um, he was at the Sixers game yeah, last night. Yeah, we saw him last night. Rubbed did you guys wave? <laughs> yeah, we waved. We rubbed elbows. Um, and, you know, if he's listening, I know he's a busy guy, but sometimes he gets a chance to listen to this. Uh. I love that you say we rubbed elbows, so it sounds like you two just rubbed your elbows together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we and Jordan saw him and started rubbing, rubbing um, our elbows. Bailey, since I've known him and since we've gotten together and shared our love for the village, uh, for years now, Bailey's been trying to get a campaign to get um, the village on Blu-ray. So if you yeah. guys want to, you know, help contribute to the podcast at all, tweet at M night. We'll shout you out. We'll <laughs> shout you out. We need tag us in the post. So we know that you did it. We need yeah. the village on Blu-ray more than anything. Tweet at M night, <laughs> add us. So we know you did it and we'll shout you out. Yeah. You know, I actually do have some interesting M night updates. That I think it. you would like, okay. Um, so Ron Howard sent out a tweet because um, of his daughter, Bryce, because of his daughter, Bryce. <laughs> it was a picture from the B-Day party that Bryce and him shared with friends and family on St. Patrick's Day. Love to all who were there and were able to join us. And it's like a um, photo booth picture of like the Howards. Oh, nice. And then M. Night tweeted at them and said, sorry, I couldn't make it. Miss you guys. Happy birthday and happy St. Patty's Day to my favorite redheaded family. Aww. Yo, you know what that means. Sequel to The Village? (laughs) The Village (laughs) 2. Lady in the Water? Back to The Village. (laughs) Or Leaving the Village? (laughs) Or Lady in the Water (laughs) 2? Yeah. Yeah, Lady out of the water? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Cool. Great. We haven't shouted out M. Night in a while. Um, but he's yeah. a good boy. Yeah. Um, help contribute and, and make that push for the Blu-ray release of the village. Also, while you're at it, you can just rate us on iTunes. Yeah, we would love to get rated on iTunes. Yeah. It Thank really you. helps us out in some way that I, yeah. <laughs> I'm unaware of. Thank you for everyone who did it. <laughs> um, Appreciate it. Yeah, we have some ratings and reviews on there. But but overall, it would just help us know, you know what you guys want to hear more of. We'll take suggestions of actors and actresses that you want to... Us well, you review. can tweet us those. If yeah. you're in the if you're in the Philly area, and you want to be on the show, <laughs> we're so open. And to you're it. not a serial killer. Yeah, and you know what? If you're not in the Philly area, and you want to call in, leave us a message. We love um, people getting involved. Yeah, Jordan will it. give out his personal phone number. You can yeah. call him. <laughs> yeah, you could text me. Yeah, because he'll text back right away. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think that's it for this this episode thanks for listening hit us up on twitter instagram all those social media platforms uh email us oh wait we forgot to do net worth (laughs) oh shit (laughs) oh shit hold up i'm gonna Uh, go with zero (laughs) oh just kidding when he died it was 15 million i'm gonna go higher than that 21 what did you say kate 15 you look these up I beforehand. do not look them up. She's 15. gotten it right too many times. Wow. I'm just good at guessing, Have I we guess. found your special talent? <laughs> yeah, maybe. This is my she special talent. She just knows net worths. 
I can like predict them. I want to also. This could be talking off air, but hey, let's bring it on air. It, hey, the <laughs> listeners could hear the inner workings of it. I want to start a segment where uh, I try to guess <laughs> the height and the weight of the actors and actresses <laughs> because that is I'm very good at that. Um, okay, tweet tweet at us like to let us know if you want that. <laughs> Yo, I really want it's, that. It's coming at you. Yo, no Kate, what. can you be the holder of that information because I want to guess too. One hundred percent. I've I don't care. So one hundred percent. Okay. Yes. Also, but I'm also fascinated by height, so I would technically look it up a lot i look okay. up a lot of like because when i look at a movie i'm like ooh, is that person actually taller than that person so i mm. look it up a lot true well i can't wait to get into that yeah. so that should be fun there until next time something else but now i can't remember in my brain what it is so that's it's good let's just okay <laughs> so we're good all right guys thanks for listening we'll see you next week bye 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 michael shannon michael